So what's your economic outlook here? Are you worried or are you feeling really optimistic? You know, I would say that we're feeling pretty optimistic overall. It's hard not to feel optimistic when you watch the money supply continue to increase. And, you know, I, w I would say that the market reacted appropriately. It concerns that this most recent bill didn't seem to have all too terribly much to do with COVID-related activity. But at the same time, I would say uh, Wall Street did fundamentally believe that a lot of the spend inside of this most recent stimulus package was necessary. Uh, it was infrastructure spending that was long overdue. And so, you know, I, I do think that uh, the outlook for the rest of the year, both coupling with the return to normal, the vaccination numbers looking good, you know, listening to Tom talk about the reopening trades, um, you know, when you couple all of that together, I think that 2021 uh, has a lot of tailwind left in it. Um, and that kind of this recent, um, some of this recent activity due to interest rates probably just needs to be looked at in isolation um, and not be made bigger than it is. Are you worried about different parts of the reopening trade? For example, um, you know, we're seeing airlines doing really well, right? Today after those TSA numbers hit some records this weekend. So that was some good news. But it's not everything that's going to do well. It's my understanding you've been focusing on some of the retailers, which you don't think will do as well. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, there's certain retailers that I think, look, if we look at Gap last week, for instance, you know, talking about and really giving guidance to investors that they're going to be opening multiple Old Navy stores, mo multiple Athleta stores in the coming year. You know, we haven't really had much guidance for the last few quarters. And so I do think that there's going to be some retail that does well on the reopening trades. Um, but more specifically, when we look at reopening, it's going to be more about consumer experiences and then probably the materials that go into the restocking of all of the inventory that, you know, thanks to kind of the shutdowns over the last few months, um, inventory sell-off really happened and we're going to need to ramp that back up. And I think it's also really important to remember that we're going to see above average growth rates as confirmation that this was not a financial crisis, this was a healthcare crisis. And so again, we're going to see um, that just play out in the numbers of things as people realize Again, um, you know, once we are allowed back out, as more and more people become vaccinated, there's going to be some st stability again in guidance and growth. And your thoughts on other areas such as technology, right? I mean, today we're seeing yeah. tech getting hit again. You mentioned growth um, valuations have been somewhat of a near term concern for some folks. Uh, especially for some of the names that have really run up. Uh, today, I mean, it's worth noting the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the Dow Jones Transportation Average, both hit new highs today, but we're not seeing participation in tech. Your thoughts on some of the growth plays? Is it opportunity or would you stay away? Yeah, I have a couple of things to say there. First, when we talk about interest rates, I think it's important to look at, we operate in a global interest rate environment. So I don't believe, we don't believe at our firm that, you know, Japan and Germany are going to stay at 0% rates and this trajectory in the U.S. is going to continue and suddenly we're going to be at 6%. That just doesn't work in the balance of a global environment. So when, when we look in isolation at technology, for instance, this is not 1999-2000. It's not that tech environment. Though we do have to be mindful of these valuations in a more normal interest rate environment, 
Um, so I think it's going to be momentarily painful. It's odd to me to see investors love Apple at 145 and not love it even more at 117 today. Um, it's actually the number one holding in Berkshire Hathaway. So, you know, investors like Warren Buffett really see it as a steep sticky ecosystem with a lot of growth potential left. Um, and for those reasons, we still love some of these big names in technology looking forward. What about financials as well? As you talk about what's going on internationally, I know that's something you're following so closely. And financials has been a big story, especially uh, with the rising rate environment. And in fact, the regionals hit new right. highs today as yeah. a group. Yeah. Um, your yeah. thoughts, do you like this group? Yeah, I do actually. You know, I think the big bank financials, um, they really saw their comeback, if you will, a about what was that now? Maybe a month, six weeks ago, uh, when they were allowed their stock back or their stock buybacks. Yes. Um, but we're still really focused on kind of what we're going to see in terms of deposit activity on these smaller regional banks. And so really that small cap value sector, I think, still has potential um, for not having fully recovered on this rotation back into uh, the post-COVID environment. So we've seen that play out in a lot of the broadening of the S&P 500 performance, um, but that broadening and that value transition still has some room left in, in, that, in the smaller company space. Um, so still optimistic there as well. Mm. And what's the final takeaway here? I mean, you said you are feeling more optimistic. Is there anything that you think is a major headwind or is it mostly tailwinds at this point? Yeah, I, I do think that the, the one tailwind that we still have to talk about or the headwind we still have to talk about is there still is a bit of a dislocation between what we're experiencing on Wall Street and what's happening on Main Street. There's a third of the population that is still struggling with underemployment or unemployment. You know, there's a reason that stimulus checks are being cut in bigger and bigger denominations and going out into the hands of the American people. And it's because there is this large population of people who, you know, are not are not in the same place that they were 18 months ago. And until we see that, that gap narrowing between those who are able to seamlessly transition from work from home, education from home, uh, you know, and companies, the American companies, global companies who have navigated this environment so well, but yet when we look to other areas, um, that just isn't the case across the board. And so we do need to see, uh, you know, employment numbers come back and we need to feel like everyone is being spoken for before we can feel feel truly confident that there's going to be growth expectations. I think so much of what we're doing right now is a return to normal expectation, but we need to be able to grow from there. And that's the next layer. Sure. Nicole, great conversation as always. Thank you so much for joining us today.